chapter three of culture and cooking or art in the kitchen this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by betty b culture and cooking or art in the kitchen by katherine owen chapter three pastry to make good puff paste is a thing many ladies are anxious to do and in which they generally fail and this not so much because they do not make it properly as because they handle it badly a lady who was very anxious to excel in pastry once asked me to allow her to watch me make paste i did so and explained that there was more in the manner of using than in the making up i then gave her a piece of my paste when completed and asked her to cover some patty pans while i covered others cautioning her as to the way she must cover them yet when those covered by her came out of the oven they had not risen at all they were like rich short paste while my own made from the same paste were toppling over with lightness i had without saying anything pressed my thumb slightly on one spot of one of mine in that spot the paste had not risen at all and i think this practical demonstration of what i had tried to explain was more useful than an hour's talk would have been i will first give my method of making which is the usual french way of making feuilletonnage take one pound of butter or half of it lard press all the water out by squeezing it in a cloth this is important as the liquid in it would wet your paste take a third of the butter or butter and lard and rub it into one pound of fine flour add no salt if your butter is salted then take enough water to which you may add the well-beaten white of an egg but it is not absolutely necessary to make the flour into a smooth firm dough it must not be too stiff or it will be hard to roll out or too soft or it will never make good paste it should roll easily yet not stick work it till it is very smooth then roll it out till it is half an inch thick now lay the whole of the butter in the center fold one-third the paste over then the other third it is now folded in three with the butter completely hidden now turn the ends toward you and roll it till it is half an inch thick taking care by rolling very evenly that the butter is not pressed out at the other end now you have a piece of paste about two feet long and not half that width flour it lightly and fold over one-third and under one-third which will almost bring it to a square again turn it round so that what was the side is now the end and roll most likely now the butter will begin to break through in which case fold it after flouring lightly in three as before and put it on a dish on the ice covering it with a damp cloth you may now either leave it for an hour or two or till next day paste made the day before it is used is much better and easier to manage and in winter it may be kept for four or five days in a cold place using from it as required when ready to use your paste finish the making by rolling it out dredging a little flour and doubling it in three as before and roll it out thin do this until from first to last it has been so doubled and rolled seven times great cooks differ on one or two points in making pastry for instance sawyer directs you to put the yolk of an egg instead of the white and a squeeze of lemon juice into the flour and expressly forbids you to work it before adding the mass of butter 
while jules gouffet says work it until smooth and shining i cannot pretend to decide between these differing doctors but i pursue the method i have given and always have a light pastry and now to the handling of it it must only be touched by the lightest fingers every cut must be made with a sharp knife and done with one quick stroke so that the paste is not dragged at all in covering a pie dish or patty pan you are commonly directed to mould the paste over it as thin as possible which conveys the idea that the paste is to be pressed over and so made thin this would destroy the finest paste in the world roll it thin say for small tartlets less than a quarter of an inch thick for a pie a trifle thicker then lay the dish or tin to be covered on the paste and cut out with a knife dipped in hot water or flour a piece a little larger than the mould then line with the piece you have cut touching it as little as possible press only enough to make the paste adhere to the bottom but on no account press the border to test the necessity of avoiding this gently press one spot on a tart before putting it in the oven only so much as many people always do in making pie and watch the result when your tartlets or pies are made take each up on your left hand and with a sharp knife dipped in flour trim it round quickly to make the cover of a pie adhere to the undercrust lay the forefinger of your right hand lengthwise round the border but as far from the edge as you can thus forming a groove for the syrups and pressing the cover on at the same time a word here about fruit pies pile the fruit high in the centre leaving a space all around the sides almost bare of fruit when the cover is on press gently the paste as i have explained into this groove then make two or three deep holes in the groove the juice will boil out of these holes and run around this groove instead of boiling out through the edges and wasting this is the pastry cook's way of making pies and makes a much handsomer one than the usual flat method besides saving your syrup to ornament fruit pies or tartlets whip the white of an egg and stir in as much powdered sugar as will make a thin meringue a large tablespoonful is usually enough then when your pies or tartlets are baked take them from the oven glaze with the egg and sugar and return to the oven leaving the door open when it has set into a frosty icing they are ready to serve it is worth while to accomplish puff paste for so many dainty trifles may be made with it which attempted with the ordinary short paste would be unsightly some of these that seem to me novel i will describe risolettes are made with trimmings of puff paste if you have about a quarter of a pound left roll it out very thin about as thick as a fifty cent piece put about half a spoonful of marmalade or jam on it in places about an inch apart wet lightly round each and place a piece of paste over all take a small round cutter as large as a dollar and press round the part where the marmalade or jam is with the thick part of the cutter then cut them out with a cutter a size larger lay them on a baking tin brush over with white of egg then cut some little rings the size of a quarter dollar put one on each egg over again and bake twenty minutes in a nice hot oven then sift white sugar all over put them back in the oven to glaze a little red currant jelly in each ring looks pretty serve in the form of a pyramid pastry tablets cut strips of paste three inches and a half long and an inch and a half wide and as thick as a twenty-five cent piece 
lay on half of them a thin filmy layer of jam or marmalade not jelly then on each lay a strip without jam and bake in a quick oven when the paste is well risen and brown take them out glaze them with white of egg and sugar and sprinkle chopped almonds over them return to the oven till the glazing is set and the almonds just colored serve them hot or cold on a napkin piled log cabin fashion frangipani tartlets one quarter pint of cream four yolks of eggs two ounces of flour three macaroons four tablespoonfuls of powdered sugar the peel of a grated lemon and a little citron cut very fine a little brandy and orange flower water put all the ingredients except the eggs in a saucepan of course you will mix the flour smooth in the cream first let them come to a boil slowly stirring to prevent lumps when the flour smells cooked take it off the fire for a minute then stir the beaten yolks of eggs into it stand the saucepan in another of boiling water and return to the stove stirring till the eggs seem done about five minutes if the water boils all the time line patty pans with puff paste and fill with frangipani and bake ornament with chopped almonds and meringue or not as you please it is very difficult to make fine puff paste in warm weather and almost impossible without ice for this reason i think the brioche paste preferable but if it is necessary to have it for any purpose you must take the following precautions have your water iced have your butter as firm as possible by being kept on ice till the last moment make the paste in the coolest place you have and under the breeze of an open window if possible make it the day before you use it and put it on the ice between every turn as each rolling out is technically called then leave it on the ice as you use it taking pieces from it as you need them so that the warmth cannot soften the whole at once when it would become quite unmanageable the condition of the oven is a very important matter and i cannot do better than transcribe the rules given by gouffet by which you may test its fitness for any purpose put half a sheet of writing paper in the oven if it catches fire it is too hot open the dampers and wait ten minutes when put in another piece of paper if it blackens it is still too hot ten minutes later put in a third piece if it gets dark brown the oven is right for all small pastry called dark brown paper heat light brown paper heat is suitable for volavant or fruit pies dark yellow paper heat for large pieces of pastry or meat pies pound cake bread etc light yellow paper heat for sponge cake meringues etc to obtain these various degrees of heat you try paper every ten minutes till the heat required for your purpose is attained but remember that light yellow means the paper only tinged dark yellow the paper the color of ordinary pine wood light brown is only a shade darker about the color of nice pie crust and dark brown a shade darker by no means coffee color end of chapter three